Not a strong start to the day. I uh, had a a green drink. Did you ever try the green drinks, kids? No, never. No. Um, so I buy these green drinks up at Nature's Emporium, which is my Whole Foods where I live. Yeah. Where I basically own stock because we spend probably 72% of everything I make at this store. Do you just have a tab wow. there or do you have to pay cash every time? I get the employee discount. That's pretty good. That's, eh? that's good. Now that's the place where Stamkos and uh, it's Gary Roberts' place. Oh, Gary Roberts' people. So he takes all his guys there, Connor McDavid. As a matter of fact, if you're a seeker. Of autographs? Yeah, or if like your kid, you said love McDavid. Yes, I do. could tell you the time and the place during the summertime when there will be 30 NHL superstars in that store. Why does he like walk them over there as a group? No, they just they finish their morning workout, they go over and they eat. So they go at the same time. Wow. So I buy the green drinks because my wife is psychotically healthy. You're pretty healthy too, though. Well, I've gotten that way yeah. because of her. I have you have no choice if there's nothing else in the fridge essentially. But so if you just brought like a jug of pop, she would get rid of it. Yes, it would be. I, her friend was worse. Her friend, when she comes over, will throw stuff out that I've purchased. Wow. No way. Yes. Wow. But she lives in Ottawa, so it's... Mm. And I like she's I like her, but she does throw stuff out. That really bothers me. I wouldn't fly to my house. I would not and she'll throw out, out. she'll throw out, like, drugs and stuff, too. Like, if there's Pepto-Bismol or something in the fridge, she thinks that's, like, poison, so she just chucks it out. I'm like, I spend money on that. You better hide the knife. How do you even have the gall to do that? Yeah. Oh, she's ballsy. She is ballsy. You got, a, you got your Nyquil addiction. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't like that stuff. <laughs> no. I actually hide my Nyquil. Yeah, you, <laughs> you guys would probably have words if she uh, <laughs> threw that No, out. I do. I, I know my wife never listens to the podcast, so I'll say, I, I stash my Nyquil. And I and I close the door of the bathroom yeah. and chug it by myself like well, some alcoholic. I have to do the same too. My wife does not like that, but yeah. she likes it, doesn't like it because I'm addicted to it. Right. I have all sorts of stuff. I got like products that I hide from her. The problem. <laughs> so How come uh, your wife doesn't listen to the podcast. By the way, she has no interest in any of us. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> uh, so uh, the uh, the she buys a nice little little rug. Not not a not the big rug. We have one of those big ass schmancy rugs. Yeah. You ever buy an expensive rug in Toronto, by the way? No. You know that a a rug can run you like fifteen grand. Yes. <laughs> no chance. I'm not kidding you. What's is it made of gold? I got a rug. I had to to go like get the you know this was in our when we had to get the big area rug for the big living area. Yeah. I think I was able to get like the cheapest one in the place, which was like five k. I don't understand why that would cost that much money. I don't know. They're imported from some rare area of Persia or something. So I have like, and then of course the dogs crap and yeah, pee all like, over the rug. Especially if you have kids or The rug is rolled animals. up in the basement right now. Oh my God. Because, and it was white based too. Like, oh, that's. Why? I'm like, cool. no, we can't buy a white based rug with two dogs and three kids yeah. running around. We bought a white based rug and now it's folded up in the basement. Like, if anybody wants to rob my house, that's the first thing. That's the most valuable thing. Go to the basement and get the giant-ass rug and take it off my hands. So anyway, uh, not as expensive a rug. She bought a little rug for the kind of area before you enter the kitchen or whatever. Okay. You know, area rugs are a big thing. Are your ladies into area rugs? No. My, 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 parents, my mom has a, a couple of area rugs, yeah. yes. It's a very fresh new one in my house last week. So yeah. uh, Jimmy uh, had to leave early this morning and went and grabbed my green drink. Yeah. And um, smashed it right in the middle of the rug. So my wife was in the bath at the time. Uh Something Puffy loves from episode one. You're in the bath? Yeah, that's where I do my thinking. I'm a bath guy. Bath guy? Do you take 
baths? Several times a week. Nice. Very much so. <laughs> had one today. <laughs> we haven't talked about your baths. You had a bath this morning? I had a bath just hours ago. How was hours it? Ago. It was fantastic. You still a one-a-day bath guy? Uh, I probably cut back a little bit. Yeah. But now that it's heading into the cold season, I'll be, I'll be in there quite often. I did. I had a bath after one of those. I've just finished my crazy outdoor season. Yeah. Where I did three TFC games and three football games and all this outdoor stuff. Yep. And uh, after one of those, I think it was the CFL East and West final day where I was outside for about 14 hours. I had a nice bath just nice. for you. Nice. Plus when I was sick and now apparently you're sick. Yeah, you gave me the pneumonia. Even I though you not... said you cannot give the pneumonia, you gave it to me. No, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the science books that it's not, <laughs> you can't pass that on. It's not like the flu. Mm. It's under, you gave it to Dryden too. Mm. Also, I've noticed your ears are bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my wife is in the bath, and uh, I um, so I'm trying to decide what to do. Was there any panic there? It was a moment of panic. It was because kind of like uh, you know a movie scene where you kill somebody by mistake, you hit him in the head with yeah. a vase, and yeah. there's a big pool of blood. And so you before. don't you don't know what to do. Do you roll them up in the carpet and put it in the back of your truck? And but then they'll obviously Dateline will have the film of you at Walmart, <laughs> and they'll have the Visa receipt. Damn it! Why did I use Visa? Uh, so anyway, I, I I ran it to the sink, which was very awkward because they're kind of hard, thick rugs. Yeah. And I just tried to run water over it for fifty work. minutes, and then I could hear it getting out of the bath oh, and coming geez. downstairs. And so I panicked. Yeah. And I just threw it outside in the snow. <laughs> and then at, I, at any point did you realize you were an adult? <laughs> and you could easily handle this situation by just oh, telling That was a panic true. move. Like telling I had 30 seconds. What would you have done? Would you just cop to it? Yeah, I just cop yeah, to I it. Said, I listen, the thing. I'm going to have to anyway uh, when I get home probably. And she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she realizes that there's no area rug there anymore. <laughs> I would have just put a potted plant over it. But I'd, and just like left it there. Hey, no, but it was like a this? massive, like oh, I'm talking like a big, uh, like maybe two feet square wow. of green. Now, wow. were you there when it got purchased? I was not there. Oh, so you don't know if there's another replica of that rug. Oh, I mean to just go buy yeah, another one. Go buy another one. So but you're yeah. going to be doing that. Like a cheap, a cheap knockoff. <laughs> yeah. Now she's pretty understanding with stuff like that. I will say, That's but good. I still panicked. So the body's out in the snow. <laughs> Keith Morrison's going to show up at my house. Just that bastard. The dogs. You ever watch the Dateline? Oh, I love the Dateline. Keith Morrison is a badass mofo. Oh my God, he scares the crap he, out he of me. He makes people sweat. If Keith Morrison ever shows up in your life, oh, unless you're the cop, yeah. your, your life is screwed. Because oh, yeah. that means you either murdered somebody or your sister, mother, daughter uh, was murdered. murdered. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you never want him coming to your door. <laughs> oh, he's just a disaster. <laughs> Plus, he, he that guy used to host Canada AM. Did he? Yes, he's Matthew Perry's father and uh, stepfather or something. Really? Wow. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, he's fantastic though. Oh, he's but he's about ninety-seven. That is a weathered face. Yeah, but he's still got his fastball. By the way, Dateline is basically should just be called the husband did it. Oh yeah, it's always the <laughs> it husband. always is. There's always some elaborate plot. And then they in always the end, bring some guy in that makes you okay. Maybe it was him, but no, it was the husband. Let me be frank with you guys. Do when you watch Dateline, even though we all love our significant others, do you ever start thinking about how you would kill your wife if no. you would? No. <laughs> What's wrong no. with you, man? No, I have not. Oh <laughs> no, I just, I just mean there's so many. Cheryl, fa- run. <laughs> there's so oh many failed plots gosh. on there. 
Hopefully, clearly, I wouldn't do well. <laughs> I was say, hopefully, you do better than just throw the body, body out the snow. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And leave for work. No, wow. No, I love my wife. I would never kill her. She'd be much more likely and have more reason to kill me. Now we're going to be interviewed on Dateline. Right? Exactly. <laughs> when it happens, they'll play this clip. Exactly. Keith Morrison will say. But then I found something from 2017 <laughs> deep on the internet. <laughs> Look how brazen he is. Was he laughing. just telling a story? Or was it something more? That's the thing. <laughs> now you better hope Cheryl doesn't go missing and it's some other guy now. I know. I'm That's totally going to take the heat for that one. Anyway, so uh, that, was my, uh, that was my day. Then I went from there. I had to run out the door because I was um, voting, uh, honored to be on the voting committee for the Lou Marsh Award. We were taping this as, uh, is today Tuesday? Tuesday. We are taping this Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday afternoon. And uh, this, the, the award is about to be announced. As a matter of fact, we could have breaking news um, because I, uh, Joey Votto has won. You look at you that. Got that I, right I just now? got it Joey right Votto. now. Breaking news. But I didn't break it. If I had if I hadn't told the stupid Dateline green drink story, I could have broken the news. But Joey Votto has won the Lou Marsh Trophy. I will say that was my vote, but really, I had trouble with it because it really bothered me that he played for a crap ass team. Yes. And the, the thing that I brought up in the room, but it didn't really get any nods. You know, you hope to get nods when you bring up something yeah, in a room. Like, mm-hmm. Let me set the picture for you. Yeah. Uh, so you're downtown Toronto in this boardroom at the Toronto Star. Is there like a big globe in the middle? Uh, World leaders kind of thing? No, but no. it's like that. Okay. Big room. So around the table you have Brian Williams, Dave Hodge, Stephen Brunt. Wow, some big hitters. Um, Scott Russell from CBC. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. um, some of the uh, Rogers people. Damian Cox is there. Uh, Ivanka Osmak. Uh, some of the most prestigious writers. Uh, Bruce uh, Arthur is there. Dave Naylor is there. On and on it goes. Uh, anyone else from TSN besides you? Well, Hodge, Hodge yeah. Naylor, uh, Brian Williams. That, that's it. That's, that's a good, um, yeah. good cross section. I guess Bruce Arthur would sort of count yeah, as a half yes, 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 person sometimes. Uh, I'm probably leaving somebody out. I know Blackie used to be there, but it wasn't there. So anyway, you sit around the room. Everybody makes their case for certain people. Throw about 20 names get thrown out. Okay. So. And I Bump, Bump was texting me on the way down yeah. and said, you need to make the case for Virtue and Moyer. Uh, the pair, the figure Excuse. skating dance team, yeah, yeah. who did have a, and then he outlined the, re- I said, okay, why Bump? And he said they won all these events and they won the Worlds. So they, get, they go around the table, and everybody's making their suggestions. Brooke Henderson, uh, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, Joey Votto, all these amateur athletes. It gets to me, and I'm like, <laughs> I'd like to uh, throw out the names of uh, Scott Moyer and Tessa Virtue. <laughs> and they all go, uh, you can't have two people, you idiot. That's for, like, the best team. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, thank you very much. I'm just going to leave for now. <laughs> Let's see Way to go, bump. Let's see if you get invited back next year. <laughs> exactly. No, then I came back with, uh, my comeback was, okay, just Tessa. I, <laughs> I, think, I think she did enough. She, car- she carried. <laughs> Plus, I have a, uh, like, I'm pretty much in love with her. So, Tessa Virtue. <laughs> um, so, so, anyway, for me, it was really tough for between Crosby and uh, Joey Votto. Uh, I thought Crosby really should have won last year, but Penny Alexiak... I understood. I had them one and one A, and Penny Alexiak got the majority of the votes. But Sid had a year last year where he wins the cup, wins the Conn Smythe, wins the World Cup, yeah. wins the MVP of that. It was just ridiculous. Uh, but I thought, just to me, the difficulty with Votto is how crap his team was. You yeah, he was. He wasn't like. 
I mean, I didn't watch him have one at bat this year. Right, because I mean, like you're not watching Cincinnati Reds baseball. Right, and they the, put up great numbers. Here's but. the thing, and I and I remember Gordon Ray having a conversation about this years ago on the air, and I think it was in relation to Steven Stamkos and there's and and, and Stamp. I think Gord or, or actually, I think it's was, it was Gordon Pierre. But anyway, the argument was, well, Stamkos is a great player; he's the best player, and and. And you know the question was put to Gord is where where would uh, Tampa Bay Lightning be without Stamkos? And Gord's answer was the same place, out of the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So I think about that. I mean, I know I understand. And listen, no disrespect to Votto or anything, but great players make everybody around them better. Sid's clearly a leader. Um, two years in a row, and 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 winning the Conn Smythe two years in a row. I mean, I don't understand how you can't look at that guy and go say that's the best athlete. You know yeah, I mean? no, I, I'm with you. I, I, the, here's the problem. The only problem with your Votto argument is that how can you punish a guy for his teammates sucking? Like that, if the Cincinnati Reds were good, he still might have had that year. As a matter of fact, you could argue that because they sucked, his RBI numbers, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. are even more impressive because the guys around him aren't hitting. So, I, you know what? It's a tough one. There'll be a, everybody will be upset here and there. Is Votto is? Let me ask you this: If you put Votto on the Jays in this market, <laughs> does that change the perception of him? Right? He's in Cincinnati now. Oh right? yeah, he, he would have run. It wouldn't even have been a vote, probably. Oh, right? So. That okay. he would have won well, it. So, I, right. and some people, you know, uh, slap of a uh, slap a chapa chapa. What's the yeah, tennis player? Uh, Shapovalov. Shapovalov. <laughs> <laughs> Shapovalov. Right. Shapovalov. Yeah. Shapovalov. Uh, you know, he got some votes, he, yeah, but he was but awesome. He, but he he was awesome. But he but was that was a feel weeks. story. Yeah. He had six great weeks yeah. and was nothing yeah. the rest of the time. Yeah. Brooke Anderson had a really solid year. You got there's so many things to weigh in. Sure. Is the strength of field? You know, there's a um, Michael Kingsbury or Mikhail Kingsbury is a the world moguls champion, dominated in moguls this year. But again, it, it's moguls. So usually in the Olympic year. I go for an Olympian type yeah. person. If not, I go a professional athlete. I, think that's fair. I tell you what we'll do. We'll, we'll bring up that debate in the fandom question. Yeah. Get a little bit later on in the show. So that's so, where I was today. Um, I basically I was sitting next to Amber, and he was sending me joke texts the entire time. So <laughs> always, a pro- always a professional. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so uh, the Lou Mars Trophy. Congratulations to Joey Votto. That is a, a hell of a year. I, I do think I'm worried that we will look back in 20 years and say, how did Sid only win once or twice or whatever yeah. when he could have won five times? By the way, McDavid had a better overall 2017 stats-wise. For so, sure. did, so did Mark Shifley than Sidney Crosby, but winning the Cup means so much more than the regular season crap. Uh, what else? Oh, well, well yeah, we should get to the recap. Um, I have to say, it's, uh, it's dark times. Dark times for the Well, I Rod mean, Smith, I, I think since we introduced this recap, Rod Smith has been on top of the world. Basically, we're almost a year into the pod, right? Yeah. About 10 months into yeah, the podcast yeah. now. And it's been nothing but high times. It's oh, yeah. been supermodels and parties yeah. and uh, Emilio there to rub his back. Yeah. And for the first time ever, um, I think we're going to see a different and somewhat tragic side of Rod Smith. Here's the recap. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Hello, ladies and other friends. It's me, Roddy, all alone in the compound. My would-be love child, 1999 Sarah Orleski, is gone, living with Sirius Lester Newman in Genoa City, not returning my calls. Please leave a message after the tone. Kindly stop calling me, Rod Smith, baby. She's mine. 
I don't give a damn what the tests say. She's staying with me in Genoa City. 1999 Sarah never ages, so a soap opera is where she belongs. You got it? I miss her. I mean, a lot of women have called me daddy, but never in its literal context. And Emilio is gone, too. After the whole cap gun, coma, Dr. Phil thing, he decided it was time to be his own man. So he started his own personal attendant company. Already has an infomercial. Call now and hire your own Emilio. You know our name. My revolutionary body oil application, bodyguard, and yard work company. Acronym, Mr. Baby Incorporated. I knew that kid would make it. He already has 1,700 employees worldwide. Roddy's happy for him, but God, I miss his tender fingers and ability to get one model out the back door as the next one arrived. He was Roddy's little ninja. I even miss Ryan Rashog, still doing time in Alberta. Just stay down. I got this. You did have it, kid. You really did. And Kate Upton's married, and Helen Mirren, hi Helen, is gone too. Uh, filming some Michael Jackson biopic. Yes, she's that good. And so it's just me, Roddy, alone. But he will do this recap for you, his fans, because Roddy's a pro, and he knows you need the comfort of his gorgeous pipes more than he needs human companionship. And so Roddy shall do what Roddy does and recap like a boss. On episode 12, the boys continued their highly astute scientific examination of human aging. Isn't it the opposite? Your ears and your nose are the only yes. things that keep growing? And your head. Your head keeps growing. Everything no. does, doesn't it? No. Your eyes are going to grow. Become After everything else has stopped growing, yeah. ears keep growing, I think. Yeah, that's true. Cade returned to the pod and gave Lester a name for his next love song. Take me where you want to take me, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, take me where you want to take me, baby. Roddy will make love to that someday, if anyone ever visits him. <clears throat> Sorry. Stay pro, Roddy. Stay pro. The guy who parked in Gino Retta's spot, leading to an angry Retta Mercedes blockade, was finally revealed. Found out who it was. Who? <laughs> Dan O'Toole. <No. laughs> the new segment, Dear Serious Lester, seemed to hit home with Puffy. My lovely wife and I are having a problem at home. She's upset with me for letting her two sons gamble on football and hockey. And Duffy's latest dream had more celebrity cameos than Roddy's old compound Christmas parties. Gino, with his vintage mustache, is outside. Don't tell Milia. I called him sick. Now I'm up at my daughter's school. Bruce Springsteen is there. And I saw Jason DeVos. Where Bump is interviewing <laughs> actress Meghan Markle. Yeah, Meghan, who's a better golfer? Rory McIlroy or the Prince? Brian Williams shows up. Hey, do you want to go golfing? I think I'm a member at your course. That's all for this week, kids. Pray for Roddy. Hashtag that for me, will you? I gotta go call Emilio's company and hire a new attendant. Call now to order, but please note, because of current political climate, our Mr. Baby attendants can no longer perform oil massages on inner thigh or buttock areas. No! I, uh... That sounded so sad. I know. And I, I, this won't go on long. We know Roddy will bounce back. Yeah. And, but for the Christmas season, too. I know. To be all alone in that huge compound. And, and maybe it's a good time to announce, uh, because of this, um, we're going to have him on live on the pod next week for our Christmas pod. Oh, that's Great. perfect. Rod Smith, baby, live in studio on the pod. To gift to everyone. Give him that company yeah. that he needs. And unlike Emilio's new company, uh, Mr. Baby Incorporated, yes. in this podcast room, when it's yes. just us, 
the massages of buttocks and inner thighs are permitted. <laughs> Very permitted. So we'll see who draws that. Yeah, that was upsetting to listen to. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, although I am happy with Emilio's character arc. Oh, I mean, it's only a matter of time before Emilio went on to bigger and better. Yeah. So I, I, this might be the end of Emilio. I think he'll probably drop in somehow. Time. But uh, we always knew he was a confident guy who was going to be successful. Yes. And so now that he's got his own corporation that's taken off, uh, I think that's that's fitting. 1999, Sarah Orleski. Uh, She's trapped in Genoa City Trapped now. in Genoa City. Genoa City, right? <laughs> I don't give a damn what you think. That's almost a little dark, too. Yeah, this, 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 dark. <laughs> this, we haven't heard you, from... Actually, you know, the serious Lester Newman has her trapped. <laughs> that character and, in the show, years ago, did have a cage in his basement where he trapped his wife's lover. Victor Newman? Yes. Nicky Newman's? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who it was. Oh, Brad, was Brad the, the Gardener? I don't know if it was... I don't. I remember. used to watch that show back in the day. Brad Carlton. Well, Brad, went Brad from, Carlton. Yeah, he Brad went Carlton, from being yes. a gardener to being like running the company. Kind of like Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't you? Isn't it amazing on soaps? Like, I, I were you like me? College days, you watch. Soaps I watched all a the lot time. of soaps. Yeah. Why in the R and Days of Our Lives is what me and my buddies would watch in college. Yeah, I watched General Hospital, which I don't too. think any General college. I'm guessing colleges don't do that anymore. They're on YouTube or whatever, yeah, right? But that's what we would TV. do. And if you ever flick any of those on anymore, it's the same damn characters. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and they do look the same. Yeah. Like, Nikki Newman looks she the looks same. fantastic. Right. Nikki Newman to the colonnade room the other night. Right? We had a nice time. <laughs> and then we made love on my drug. <laughs> so is Nikki Newman then 1999 Sarah Orleski's mom? mom? Yeah, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Stuff we're going to find out. But I will say this. Sarah Orleski, uh, 2017. Yes. Uh, sent me a note. She's very concerned that she's been written off the pod. Oh, no. And because uh, she's a big fan, I think, of her character. Yes. And I thought she delivered her lines fantastic. She was very she was fantastic. She was so really I, I think she'll be she back. She sounded like it was 1999. Yeah. If you listen there, we don't have the test results. Like, yes. we don't know if what uh, Sirius Lester Newman has done is unethical or illegal. Yeah, I think right? it is. And then will Rod fight back? These are the things that we'll have to confront in the new year. Yes. The quickest gui to get on my bad side is to go against my family. You got it? <laughs> That's very strong. <laughs> it's good work. Very strong. Um, what else? Uh, the Rod Smith uh, recap has long been probably the most popular segment on the show and got a shout out this week on uh, Sports Center from our good buddy, the very talented Glenn Schiller. This was on the Morning Loop. Prescott reads the coverage. It's wide open in the middle of the field, as you see. So he just hits Rod Smith, baby. Shout out to the Rubber Boots podcast. He goes 81 yards straight up the middle, untouched to the house. So Shills nicely coming through. Um, there's Huge. always, you know, one thing about football, there's always a Rod Smith in the NFL. <laughs> is this quite a common name? Is this Rod Smith the son of the former Rod Smith, the Denver Broncos receiver? I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, but yeah. wouldn't that be something? Yeah. The math might work out. Right. Because if when I'd I known used, this, I would have named one of my kids Rod Smith. Just to get in the just NFL? Get in the NFL. Because <laughs> when I used to do highlights back when I used to do sports center in the day and Rod yep. Smith was around, I'd already say Rod, I always say Rod Smith TSN. But now the current generation is going to say Rod Smith Baby. Baby, yeah. Love that. Thank you, Glenn Schiller, uh, one, of my, one of my favorite TSN guys. It's great. Fantastic hair. Oh, he does. Like it's just, it's like my style of hair, but it never moves. Yeah, just we a, know yours moves thanks to the Columbus winds. <laughs> yeah, that was a disaster. <laughs> I think I on the I was you You're know the very strong on the uh, the number one focus on my latter soccer games yes. and football was a 
massive wad of product. You had strong hair game. Yeah, it was something about Mary. I was sticking everything in there. <laughs> <laughs> everything? <laughs> wow. Uh, speaking scene. of which, TFC, bada boom. We don't want to talk too much about it yes. because our good friend Slavic from yes. idrinkcoffee.com, if he ever answers my text, s- is going to come on <laughs> at the end of the pod. Perfect. And he was at the game. Puffy, somewhat yes. shockingly, did not, not go to the game. the game. I had a ticket, but family responsibilities. So what ha- what happened? So your uh, wife had yeah, to get had to work, work yeah. and so you stayed. Man, this but I know. you were okay with this because this was the biggest moment. I one know, of the biggest moments big, in sport. Your entire hypothetical last, last week, week was, was based global. on going to I the game. I actually think that's the reason they won is because I stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> I took it for the team. So it was. It's a, it was a bit of a hypothetical premonition. Yeah. Uh, it was disappointing, a, but it, it was really fantastic. It was actually great to watch to it at home too, because and you're with your kids. Yeah, I watched it with the boys; they liked it, and yeah, and you actually see so much more. When at, at the game, I'm usually f bombing the refs about nine times for fouls, and then it's like, oh no, that wasn't a foul. <laughs> great call, ref. <laughs> oh, it's so true. That is mob mentality at oh, its yeah. finest. Soccer crowds. Anyway, we'll get into that with Slavic a little bit later on uh, in the pod, unless he doesn't show. Yeah. And in which case, we'll talk about it more ourselves. Yeah. You can be Slavic. I'll do it. And, uh, I'll break it down. And we'll take it from there. But that was really cool to watch. I know, look, at, I, we're, not a, we're a national podcast. I know people get sick about the whole Toronto thing. I really hope Vancouver and Montreal get to experience this at some point because they have just as rabid fans there. Um, but it was, it was a cool thing. Oh, it's such a big deal for Toronto, too. I feel um, like I've come full circle because, you know, I was, I was a soccer guy growing yes. up. Well, Clemson. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Before Clemson, though, I, I was a soccer guy. I always say my claim to flame, fame, I played against this guy named Lyndon Hooper, who played in, oh, in yeah, the World Cup for Canada. Team, yeah. And this was from the age of about 8 to about 18. I played against him every year. I was Gloucester, he was Nepean. Uh-huh. And he would run, like I had to cover him, and he yeah. would run my little ass so ragged. Yeah. Like that guy was unbelievable. He was a great player. He was. He was a good player. So, uh, And then I kind of lost soccer, but you kind of brought me back in. And now I feel... And of course, passionate again. Wait, so you were you excited when they won? Uh, I was. In fact, I more was more excited than when Ottawa won the Grey Cup. No, because my folks, I was excited about yes. my folks when Ottawa won the Grey Cup. I even made the case for a BB Hutchison uh, to uh, the Canadian soccer player who plays over in Turkey Basitis. right now uh, as the uh, Canadian athlete of the year. Look I made, I helped make that case wow. today. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get a lot of traction, but no. a few people. Stephen Brunt was with oh, me on that. Of course. So there you go. Uh, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, footy. Oh, yeah. Well, right. I was just wondering uh, if. Uh, oh, you wanted like to do a little you, tribute. Oh, you want to do that? Boys. Oh, just the, very quickly. The drum thing now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to be the guy who hits the drum. Well, I've got and the then, drum. I've what do they call the it? The Viking, the Viking clap? clap? Yeah. It's All right, so you it. go. Uh, you, so you get hands in the air, gentlemen. Right, right. This is good podcasting. Yeah. Don't you guys start going faster now? Like, we're not getting. Buddy, you're an old man, hard man, playing with your life, gonna be a big man someday. You got blood. You're supposed to go quicker. Yeah, that's supposed to go quicker. Terrible. You were singing. Yeah, you were singing. No. Terrible. I, I thought it was great. It sounded like we will rock you. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it is cool that they do that. And Amazing. you know what? That's why they're the best. I'm gonna let you in on something. We yeah. were. Remember, I told you about the trophy presentation mishaps at the yes. Grey Cup, and how it all went sideways, yeah. mostly because of me. Uh, I was emailing with the bosses, and they're like, "We need to." steal soccer for the Grey Cup. Like they're going to steal the stage, yep. have the Grey Cup presented down on the field, 
have the captain or the quarterback bring it up and, and do that kind of thing. I think that'd be cool. Or do you think that's going to no, be? I, well, no, it's great. Stealing from soccer, too. Obviously, it is a bit stealing from soccer, but yeah. I loved when Tannenbaum got it. It was so awkward because he's like holding up the trophy and everyone's like, "Just get pass it to the captain." <laughs> yeah. To the player yeah, but Larry's thing. been. You imagine he's never won anything. Once two weeks in two weeks. Well, really, weeks. three three weekends in a row because he, the Grey Cup yeah. he hoists the, the week. The next week he's hoisting the Eastern Conference trophy. Yeah. And then this one. So three wow. weeks in a row for Larry on trophy presentations. Yeah. Um, time for Dear Serious Lester, which oh, we debuted time. last week. Great uh, segment. Huge success, yep. I think. And I thought Lester killed it. So I guess I have to do the theme song. We haven't actually... we Recorded it? Well, again, I need to probably record it. But so why don't you do your drum thing again? And uh, didn't we do snapping we last week? snapping, yeah. I still don't know what the tune is, but I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to try to do a completely do, do different... Do it to the drums. To the drums? Okay. Hey kids, is something bothering you? Don't despair, I'll tell you what you can do. If you've got a problem, don't let it fester. Pick up that pen and write Dear Serious Lester. Oh, hey, look yeah. at that. We were, I felt like we were Get jamming there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a keeper. Right yeah? there. You're that's, jamming. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to get that auto auto tune and start fixing up my voice there? Stuff. Your voice was fed. <laughs> Why? Well, doesn't need fixing. Uh, so uh, one school. one note I wanted to make from a last year's edition, uh, last, last week's. week's edition, excuse me, of Dear Serious Lester. The question that was asked was uh, something about. Do I abandon my friends? Yes. yes. My 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 girl yeah. wants me to abandon my friends. All my friends are getting married. Yeah. Do I join the flock? Or be single? Or, or do I find, find new friends? Yeah. And uh, we said, Lester said, essentially, just hold on, Blake, hold on to a single life. Strong advice. Not yeah. time for you to take a wife. Yes, yeah. So Lester said, uh, stay single. Stay single. And <laughs> the guy, I can't remember his name, I'm sorry, wrote back and said, uh, thanks for the uh, advice. Uh, it didn't really go over very well with my <laughs> girlfriend of four years. <laughs> but I'll take it into consideration. So it sounded hey. like it was a rough week around that house. Yeah. Mm. But it still mattered to him, and I still think it was a successful segment. So... Um, this week, his girlfriend would have wanted him to propose is what the ring she would have wanted. <laughs> I think that's what she wanted. Uh, so here's one for you. There was a couple of good ones this week, uh, including one from Andrew Chan that I'm going to save till next week because it was very Christmassy. I don't want to give it away to Lester because uh, oh. we like Lester to wing these. Uh, so this one, Lester, is from John Strobridge, and he says the following. Dear Serious Lester, I work with a guy who wants to fight me every day at 3 o'clock by the bike racks. How should I handle this? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm hoping that's a school. <laughs> uh, so uh, what would be your uh, musical? Oh, so you're doing drums today. No it, guitar. No guitar. I oh. thought I'd uh, okay. change it up. I said many, many weeks ago that I'd bring my jambi in. So What would be um, your advice to John Strobridge? By the back racks, by the bike racks, by the bike racks. Mm. What you gonna do, Strombo? You gotta beat John Rambo. <laughs> Time for you to go on offense, get gas, get jacked, and kick ass. Yeah, nice. by the back rack. <laughs> But maybe chat with HR first, just in case. <laughs> Very well nice. Done, well done. Very nice. I like how you Kick were aggressive. Kick his ass, Seabass. You see, because we wanted this to be different from the... The Dear Abby columns would have told him to, yeah, you know, settle it. Yeah. You know, talk it out. Yeah. And Lester's like, get jacked. Ass. 
do some curls and kick some ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But check with the HR first. Always a, <laughs> in this day and age, always a very HR smart has move. become a very important part very of important. most companies. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, so that's another edition of Dear Serious Lester. You can write us at Rubber Boots Pod on Twitter or on Instagram if you like, and uh, use the hashtag Dear Serious Lester. And we'll try to solve your problems for yeah, you. Yeah, I think it's making a real difference. I think it is, and that's what we want to do. Uh, Why did it used to be that NBC thing that they used to do? Ding. The more you know. The more, the more you, know. you know. Nice. I should put that little ding at the end of the segment all the time. <laughs> uh, so thank you, John, for your letter, and I really hope that helps. And let us know what happens at the bike rack. <laughs> John's a funny guy. Wow. We have some funny listeners. There are, uh, there's some. You know what? Let's get to things that I saw on Twitter, and I'll, 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 I'll read a couple things. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. Um, so first, just some uh, shout outs to our Rubber Boots uh, pod fans. Uh, I had, this is a very serious one. Taylor C. I think it was Taylor's name. Uh, C. Styles, I think, on Twitter. I wrote this down handwritten, and you know how bad my handwriting is. Uh, just said that, you know, we were talking about, do you start the pods at the beginning Yep. for our new fans? He said he picked it up season two, episode eight. Wow. So that's oh. only four or five episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, loved it and went back right to episode one. That's what Kate said he went, does. Listen to the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So and said he was glad he did. He saw the full character development. Yeah, saw Puffy's blooming from his early yeah. bath days. Yes. Saw Lester, you know, get fired and then become dear serious Lester and adversity. have a whole new life. Adversity. Sometimes. Saw Stoff uh, have all his car I, issues. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I listened to Jay and Dan on the way in today, and uh, it's already out there. The Jay and Dan pod starts, and uh, Stoff is not there <laughs> <laughs> because he has traffic problems. And so I don't, I don't know if Jay and Dan pushed their own buttons, but uh, they basically did half the pod and then Stoff showed up. There's no Stoff, chance. Stoff, what was, the, what was the issue there? I was uh, on the 407. I was making really good timing in the snow. And then there was a row of salt trucks that oh. blocked my way. And right. I oh. drive 20 an hour. Right. I didn't oh, finish wow. the pod, so I didn't hear your reason. But, um, but your car didn't break down this time. Do you have a new, do you have a new vehicle? No. God, no. <laughs> but it's a fixed vehicle. That's right. all that matters. If we get, we've said this before, if yeah. we get an automobile sponsor, yes. Stoff's going to get the car. <laughs> oh, for sure. Puffy's yeah. fighting this. No, no. Wait a second. I, but I think, you called me the breakout star of the podcast, <laughs> no, damn it. No, no. I was I'm thinking always. how we could trade that car in for Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know uh, you know the Van de Vos, uh, twins? I think you screwed Van that name up. No, what is it? Vinkelwins? Vinkelwins? twins. They're not Vinkel Ross, I think. Vinkel. I don't know. We are kicking this so bad. What's the Facebook movie? The Facebook guys, the twins that are on Facebook. The, the rowers on Facebook? I don't know who they are. I don't, I don't, um, I have no idea. You ever you seen, the the seen the Facebook movie? movie? It's called The Social Network? I've never seen, seen it. it. No. no. That's a good I'm not, movie. You know what? Listen, you're one not thing up you should on the know pop culture, eh? I'm not very good with movies. Vinkel Ross. I think it's Vinkel Ross. We could probably look it up right now, maybe. I guess. <laughs> Instead of looking you. like idiots. But the problem's going to be, even when I look it up, I'm not going to know how to pronounce it properly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to make you look worse. Yeah. I'm just going to say Vinkel Ross and go with it. Usually we but stuff has the answers to this stuff. It's Vinkel Voss. Vinkel, Vinkel Voss. I think I said that Vinkel in there, didn't Voss. I? Maybe. I maybe. So the Vinkel Voss twins were the guys, uh, I'll just, we'll explain this to Lester because yes. he clearly has... Been in a coma for the last 20 yeah. years of society. Yeah. You pay the price to be an artist sometimes. Yes, in your you own do. World. That's right. You know what I mean? It's true. You know, well, we are out there watching the 
social network. Yeah. Lester was in his basement going, hello, how should I follow that? <laughs> hello. I think what I what word could follow that times. by? <laughs> over and over again. Um, hello. 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 Um, so the Voss twins were at Harvard, and along with another dude, they came up with this thing called Facebook, basically. Mm-hmm. They didn't call it Facebook. Right. And then their idea was starting a network for Harvard people to connect. Mm-hmm. And so they heard about this Mark Zuckerberg nerd who was really smart, and they brought him in, had a meeting with him, said, here's our idea. Could you program it for us? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're sitting around the dorm one day. Zuckerberg hasn't gotten back to him for two months, and up pops Facebook. Wow. I think it was called The Facebook. The Facebook, right. Wow. Uh, well, yeah, anyway. So he actually stole it. Well, and then he well. su- and they they sued him mm-hmm. and won like I think they settled for maybe eighty mil. Okay, but which is paltry into what Facebook was yes. worth. Yeah. But these guys aren't dumb. Of course. So now, about I guess five years ago, they got into this little thing called Bitcoin. Wow. <laughs> and now apparently the Vinkelvosses they're billionaires. What they have in Bitcoin is apparently worth as much as Facebook or something like that. I'm, again, I'm probably completely obscuring the facts, but I read some article about them that said maybe if if, well, it, if, it, if the current projections continue for Bitcoin for let's say another three years, yeah. that their their share in Bitcoin or whatever they have in Bitcoin. I don't even understand Bitcoin. Do you understand Bitcoin? Not at all. I know it's online currency, but yeah. I I haven't the foggiest clue. Seems like, like I a, remember hearing about. Seems it like a giant scam years ago, but I totally thought that it was just like yeah, like this is not not a thing. Let's get a financial person on next week. I think we should put... (laughs) Along with the dream analyzer. Yes. (laughs) A Bitcoin expert to feel if we should invest our money We still have... We we have access to financial people, don't we? Right. Yeah. Some dude invented... Some really uh, bright guy in Asia invented Bitcoin, apparently. Yeah. And started at five cents, and now it's like $2,000 or something. I think it's 15000 a share. So whoever this mysterious man is who invented Bitcoin... Is worth like a gazillion, gazillion That'd dollars. That'd be so amazing. Anyway, that's my Vinkelvoss twin story. Um, Eric Bacon, yes. uh, one of our followers, is saying, "Why don't we have swag available that people can like buy the for grit Christmas grinder presents?" Stuff? Yeah, uh, maybe we should come up with something. Do Jay yep. and Dan have some sort of swag? They sell stuff online. All right, we're gonna Those have to guys look into sell that. everything though. And they're sellouts. We're not yeah, like that, no, right? No, no. <laughs> we don't want money. <laughs> we'll work for Bitcoin. Yeah. So maybe that's something we look at in the new year. Yes. Maybe we get our intern on that. Oh, yeah. The great intern <laughs> search I had, of 2018. I had the first intern oh, application. application. Nice. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. It came on as a uh, on Instagram. Yep. Somebody gave me one of those messages on Instagram. I, I don't even know how to find, like, DMs on Instagram. It took me, I was literally on Instagram for a year yeah. before I found out people were messaging me quietly. They're like, really? what's this little red dot at the top of the page? <laughs> <laughs> what are these things? <laughs> and uh, so somebody said they wanted to be our intern. Nice. And they have a background in media and the whole bit. Oh, so wow. very worthy first applicant. It's going to be tough to beat. But we have not opened applications no. yet. I told them, get back to us in January. We can't let you cut the queue. Yes. Uh, the formal application process will be announced in early January. Yes. Wow. And um, <laughs> we'll see if you get to the first interview stage. Yes. <laughs> the interview stage will be taped as part of the yeah, pod. The so there's no shenanigans no, going on. Possibly. Absolutely. We want it all, all right? above board. <laughs> Let's hope it's not on TV by then, though. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, too. Oh, Also, Kevin Kennedy, another uh, listener. Um, I just thought this was clever. He wanted to win the toaster this week, and he just sent a, uh, a cover of three magazine covers um, for Hello Magazine. 
<laughs> hello, 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 hello. I hello. thought that was yeah, very impressive. Very uh, people are funny. People are funny in the very world. Funny. So, um, actual things I saw on Twitter besides uh, people giving us feedback. Uh, this is actually old. Lester, you said it was 1996 or something. 1996. But it only became a hit on Twitter uh, in the last few couple of weeks. And that was Patti LaBelle uh, singing at the, I think it was the lighting of the Christmas tree in Washington or something in 1996. It was on C-SPAN. It got no play. So uh, Patti LaBelle, uh, (laughs) I guess it was a song she didn't know. Yeah. And so they had cue cards for her. But they had, the reason I was, I was disappointed when I first saw it, I thought it was now, and I thought it was a Trump-organized event, because oh, be it, it just felt like it was I don't Trump. know if Patti LaBelle would have been Trump Yeah, probably not. Day. That's a good choice. <laughs> but A, her background singers apparently have not shown up yet, yep. and B, the cue cards are all in the wrong order. So here's a little bit of Patti LaBelle. He's a professional. <laughs> I, I, we should get Lester's takes first because he's. Uh, have you ever had anything go horribly wrong like that in a performance? No, not, not like that. That's a train wreck. I don't listen. I don't understand how you go on. I, I get sometimes in award shows and everything, maybe performers have to do songs that they're not accustomed to. Like if for, uh, Christmas is a perfect example. First of all, that's Donny Hathaway, This Christmas. That's a very popular Christmas song. Yeah. So I can't believe she doesn't know She doesn't know it, number one. And number, just, for, just, just, just because it's a, such a good song. But number two, if someone says to you, we'd like you to come and perform this Christmas on this show, learn the damn song. <laughs> you might do a no, couple no, raps. Okay, okay that, I, that is partly I am of that mind, but partly I'm like, Patti LaBelle, the fact that she stayed out there oh, yeah. and kept going and started singing the lyrics while she was complaining. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got no background singer. <laughs> <laughs> and the cue cards are in the right order. And then she just started throwing in random sounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I love that you the moment did not overwhelm her and then the background singers finally showed up yeah, halfway through what, Go choice, on my, sorry. what choices you have though I yeah. mean really you're there you're oh, live like imagine of, think, well, c- case in point what if you're on the air sometime and you know what your teleprompter goes down hey you, you know no I don't idea. use a teleprompter so yeah, back yeah. off that's never well I told you I was uh, we told the story on the pod a couple of weeks ago that time when we were supposed to interview the Hall of Famers and they didn't show up. Yeah yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting down by the arena all by myself. It is a lost lonely feeling. So I put it this way. Remember was it last year that Mariah Carey on New Year's, New Year's Eve yeah. something yes, went wrong yeah. and she just basically bailed. Well, she's, Ashley Simpson did the same thing. She just SNL. stood there, but she refused to sing, right? Yeah. It, and I, I give Patti LaBelle credit for, uh, for just completely belting it out. Yeah. You know what the difference there is, though? What? Is Mariah, if you listen to that track, if that, that whole performance, that high, like, uh, fifth or eighth octave thing she does, that was on tape, right? But that song was recorded like 20 years ago. She can't sing those notes anymore. So I'm suggesting to you that the reason that she bailed is because she can't couldn't. She, she couldn't, couldn't sing it. it. You know, right. good on pa- Patty. She could still sing it. Patty Labelle, by the way, uh, just had one of the greatest nights of my life. Was a, a Patty Labelle Patty Labelle performance. I slept with Patty Labelle, <laughs> Rod Smith, baby, and I had a threesome. Um, 
So, <laughs> Patty LaBelle, I, I, the, Disney has these junkets every few years where, uh, like the 20th anniversary, the 25th anniversary, they invite all the media down and they throw this massive party trying to get basically media attention. Yes. And back when I was a local news reporter in Ottawa, they sent me to one of these. It was the 20th anniversary of Disney World, I believe, in Orlando. And so it was a very cool three days. Each night they closed one of the parks and only invited the people who were there, so the media people, in for a giant party. Are you kidding? So a thousand people tops in, in those parks. That's awesome. And so uh, the, the night at Magic Kingdom, uh, there was no, Magic Kingdom is a dry park, so n- no booze allowed. Okay. But I, was, I brought a buddy down with me, and we just got ripped in the hotel room and went into Magic Kingdom and listen to Patti LaBelle. There's like um, waiters everywhere serving gourmet food. And then all the rides are empty. Like there's literally nobody there, but they're all running. <coughs> so we, we so start good. going on all the rides and we're completely ripped. We went on It's a Small World. Yeah. <laughs> just for the laugh. And my buddy got off the ride in the middle of the ride and like sat down in the midst of all the little puppets. Yeah. And like acted like he was one of the dolls. So there was yeah. like a few people on the f- boats behind us, and he was like, it's a smell. <laughs> like waving his arms back and forth. And then this big voice came over the intercom, "Please get back in the boat. <laughs> Do not touch the ride." Like you, it would have been a five alarm oh, fire yeah. with with Disney security. But he, he jumps off the ride and is walking around amongst it's the it's a small world puppets. Wow, wow. So like he uh, wasn't shot. I know it was. That was a great night though. <laughs> Good times. I, I totally expecting Patty Labelle to have a more prominent role yes, in that story. Yeah. Though. No, well, it wasn't it? a great story. I just, I just mentioned it because I, that's the only thing that made me think of it is that Patty Labelle was playing right in front of Space Mountain. Nice. And we were a little hammered. Nice. It wasn't a great. That's story. a great. That's a great event to go to, though. Spectacular. You got to get your name on that list again. I do. I do. Uh, let's get to our fandom segment. So, uh, last week we asked a very personal question on fandom. Yes. Um, should we be on TV? Kenny yeah. Golden, the brass at TSN, pondering this right now. They're having meetings, yeah. I'm sure. There's probably a meeting on right this yeah. second uh, with everybody. Stu Johnson is there. George Cope will be there. <laughs> the head of Bell. He'll have the final word on this. He will weigh in. And, He'll be uh, an emphatic thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> Let's hope he never listens. The, the, the board of directors for Bell, they'll all be talking about it right now. And uh, so 55% said yes. Oh, I think that uh, our buddy Nick at Fandom, he yeah. phrased the question, um, you're welcome, ladies, Yeah, <laughs> was the one side. <laughs> and that's what they look like <laughs> was the other wow. side. Hurtful, 50- but fair. 55% say yes. The boys should be on television. That'll be another development we see in the new year. Yeah. So uh, here are some of the answers that we got back. Uh, you can download the Fandom Sports app to participate in our Fandom segment. The ancient Greeks used to compete nude. We dig that. The Fandom Sports app allows you to compete whenever, wherever, and in whatever state of dress you choose. Vote and comment on fan fights or post your own. Win coins and trade them for swag. Now available in the Apple Store and coming soon to Android. So, thoughts about us being on television. Uh, Evan Rogers, Cousin Sex, no further comments. That's that's a winner. <laughs> Give the man the toaster. Uh, I, I enjoyed this, not necessarily that it was good, but uh, Fontil Kid, uh, just make a Rod Smith baby cartoon show. No one wants to see the other guys. <laughs> 
I thought that was odd, and then I thought I would watch that. I would too, <laughs> absolutely. But would it be Rod Smith as a baby? Yes. Is it is it, is it Rod Smith baby? Yeah. Uh, the man, or is it a Rod Smith? I think, the, I think the, the, I'm picturing Rod Smith with diapers on. Rod Smith as a baby but with a human face. Yeah. With his with ears still head, growing, like his head, head and ears still growing, <laughs> and as a child. But he's ultra cool. Yeah, he's kind of like Stewie in Family yeah. Guy, but like a Lothario version of that. Yeah. Like he's Hello got... fries. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way he talks. That is, that's his catchphrase. I'd watch the hell out of that but show. Emilio, you'd have yeah. to bring Emilio back for that, though. You'd have to bring Emilio You probably back. would. Probably would, yeah. Yeah. But Emilio would be an adult babysitter of Rod Smith, baby. That's true. Maybe. Um, over under Duffy spray tans per month, 2.5. I'll take the over. Oh. That was Fishing Freak 99. It was a lot of, you know, it got a little bit, as personal. as you worried last week, it got a little bit personal. Um, not a good idea, says Joel Wilenga. People will be flipping through the channels and think there is a new spinoff where Screech and Andy from The Office <laughs> hang out and talk about sports. <laughs> What's he know? We don't talk about sports. <laughs> Unless Rod Smith Baby is taking over the show. Keeping it in our forever growing ears. Oh, wow. Hashtag rubber boots. Not I bad. think, uh, you know bad. what, Joel tied in several Ooh, things from several things, di- yeah. different episodes. I think Joel's going to win the toast. That's an avid listener. That's uh, the Wayne Gretzky toaster is going to Joel Waylinga. Congratulations, Joel. Unless I find anything else in the next two minutes. I have gone over these before. And you'll get that toaster when we hire our intern. MD, MD Wheaton. <laughs> You're right. I, I'm so sorry for everybody I owe books and toasters to. They are coming, and I want to get them to, for Christmas. Yes. You know what I'm going to do? Friday when I'm in next, I'm going to yeah. come in a couple hours early. I'm going to send out just autograph books left, right, and center and boom, s- be boom, sending boom. out toasters across the country. That's awesome. MD Wheaton, I think somewhere along the way, has won a book. Uh, says, good God, if they do, they better invest in a makeup trailer for FNUF over there on the left. <laughs> now, if you look at the photo online, I think he's referring to our boy Puff. Yeah, that's... So you've been called Screech and... I've never heard I've never times. heard FNUF. I've heard FNUF really? a few times, yeah. I think it's more Screech. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Dion. Daniel. I don't know if there's... Is the G silent there? D-G-A-N-I-E-L? Daniel or Daniel? I think Have Daniel. you ever heard of Daniel spelt that way? No. That's funky. Could be a spelling. If the Beachcombers can stay on air for 18 years, the Rubber Boots TV show will be okay. Question, who will be your relic? That sounds like a fandom type question. Yep. Who will be your relic? Not a big Beachcombers guy. So. No, do you know who relic is, though? No. Relic is a... Uh, hung around the beach? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Kind of the, he wasn't part of the... Kind f- of the bum. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm worried now. <laughs> uh, I think you're the leading contender yeah, at this point. <laughs> the, the knowledge. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of great answers. I can't read them all because we don't have time. The knowledge. Uh, the knowledge or cousin sex, we never stuck with either one of those. No. Does that mean they weren't good enough or what? I mean, Lester is stuck with the knowledge. Yeah, well, Lester, he, he drops it in every couple of weeks and I just fly to, right by it as per usual. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know if they stuck. Oh, Puffy's such a strong name. It's like you know, it is. Yeah. Um, so the fandom segment this week, we went back to. Uh, well, frankly, we didn't have anything off the top. We were struggling. Full disclosure, um, but we did uh, come up with one. I think through our discussion of the Lou Marsh trophy. Uh, by the time everybody is listening to this, probably they've had two days of Lou Marsh debates and are sick of it. But I would like you to weigh in just for us on fandom. Yep. Uh, I said my big debate was Joey Votto or Sidney Crosby, and I really had a hard time with it. And then I had to leave before the vote. But I, I did cast for Votto, uh, oh, you, uh, begrudgingly, before I left. Um, 
I just didn't want to be looked at as the guy, the hockey guy, even though I'm really torn on that one. Same thing last year, Penny Alexiak and Crosby. I, I split the vote on that because Penny Alexiak deserved it, but Sid had such a great year that I had a hard trouble, a hard time. So, so I, who did you vote for? I split the vote on that. I put Alexiak slash Crosby, which was a cop out, but that's what I did. Why would you split the vote? I don't know. That's the way I roll. So uh, basically on Fandom this week, here you go. Uh, Joey Votto or Sidney Crosby, who should we have voted for? And if you want, in the comments section, because this is a free world, you can suggest your your uh, other one. If you wanted Brooke Henderson, if you wanted one of the many amateur athletes. But you can't do Brooke Henderson and her caddy. That's a team. <laughs> That's a team. That's right. You could just say the caddy, which is her sister. Yeah. Um, Connor McDavid. What about Connor McDavid. If you, and if you think it should be Connor McDavid over Sidney yeah. Crosby, you could make an argument for that. I don't buy it because of what happened in the playoffs, but... Um, that's at Fandom. So download the Fandom Sports app and have your say on that. And next week we'll give away something special for Christmas. I just don't know what the hell you want yet. Well, we can give away some mostly acapella Christmas CDs. Yes. That's true. How about my slightly used uh, area rug? (laughs) That bad. That's a collector's item. Slightly I think there'd frozen. be people that would want it. You think people would want that just sure. to, as a talking point at oh, a party? Yeah. You're like it would a be frat fantastic. I'd throw it down. <laughs> <laughs> There's worse stains on a frat house couch. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point by you. Uh, anyway, so that is Fandom This Week. Go on and download the Fandom Sports app. So now, uh, you know what it's time for, guys? It's time for um, The Week That Was. Let's discuss The Week That Was with James. The week that was this week brought to you by iDrinkCoffee.com. The reason for that is, though I did have a couple of dreams this week. Yes. Uh, I wanted to save the week that was for our buddy Slavic. Oh, yeah. Who is currently in the greatest mood of his life. Not only is iDrinkCoffee.com flying in the Christmas season. For sure. But his reds, just like Puffy's reds. Yep. Our champions of the North America. <laughs> How you doing, Slavic? Uh, doing really well, thank you. So, how was it? Give me, give, give me the Coles Notes version of your day. Uh, well, first, before I say anything, uh, I just wanted to uh, say last time I was on the podcast that um, I had mentioned that I go to the games with my son and daughter, and I got actually a lot of flack for that from my wife. Uh, my my lovely wife Anna also attends uh, every single game with me. She's actually been to every single TFC game that I have. So. This sounds wow. like a dear serious Lester yes. segment. Mm. Dear serious Lester, I yes. forgot to mention my lovely wife on the pod. How do I make things up to her? Uh, is she okay with it now? She is. Yes. Okay. So um, so much love to Anna. Is it? It is Anna. Yes. All right. We send all our love to Anna and uh, Slavik's a good guy. Forgive him for sure. Okay. Now get to your day. The so, Day of Champions. I mean, what, what just an incredible day. Uh, first off, the weather was so much better than last year. Amazing. You know, what, what a difference nine degrees makes. You know, it was just, it was a lot more comfortable. And uh, I also much preferred the earlier start, the 4 o'clock start, as opposed to the 8 o'clock start last, uh, last year. Yep. Uh, but, it was, I mean, what can you say? It was just incredible. You know, we went down, uh, we went down early. Um, uh, you know, we're part of some of the celebrations in Liberty Village uh, before uh, before the match, and and then the game. I mean, it was just dominance, outright dominance from start to finish. Yeah. I, it was that was one of the more perfect, almost. A, it was a perfect game. A perfect game they yeah. played. 
I was saying that Bradley, who touches the ball more than anybody else, I can't remember a bad touch he had in the entire game. Like, no, that's his stats as, were off the charts. Don't you agree, Slavic? That's as close to yeah, a perfect the game as a... accuracy was in the... I don't remember exactly, but it was over 90%. Crazy. And j- just his, his presence on the field, the look of determination, I mean, you knew that they were going to win. So, right, right from the beginning. So when Altidore scores... Um, who do you hug first? Is it your lovely wife, Anna? Is it one of your children? Is it Phil, who's standing behind you drunk? (laughs) No, no, no. My wife was sitting to the left of me, and then the kids were sitting beside her. So, so of course, I go there, and then all the people around. Although, because the the final is an MLS event, I didn't know any of the people around me. Usually, at at a game, you know, it's the same people. Right. Uh, But it was was still, it was great. You know, the, the atmosphere was fantastic. We were actually sitting directly beneath the Seattle supporter section. I was sitting in section 105. Um, So 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 did you turn around and go, F you, mother... You know what? It's funny you say that. I I, I don't like that type of stuff. There's a lot of people doing that. uh, But uh, I've been to away games, you know, uh, uh, like just, just the four of us. We saw a game in Orlando before. We've been to away games. And uh, maybe we should show these people that came down from Seattle. You know, they're there supporting their team. Some you know, good Canadian hospitality. Yeah, Puffy would not do that. He would no, well, be starting a fight. Definitely not with the crew fans. It's like a little bit of you know, good-hearted you know ribbing. But yeah. when people start swearing and threatening, I, I, I don't care for that. Slavic, what's your take on this? Puffy was supposed to go to the game. And then at the last minute, his wife had to work, and so he stayed home and watched on television. Oh, was it the right call, or should he have locked his children in the bathroom and gone to the game? <laughs> How old are your kids? Five and seven. Oh, they're still little. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's a tough one. I mean, <laughs> I thought... <laughs> Slavic's like, put them in the dungeon. <laughs> I wouldn't have missed it. You know, yeah. I mean, for me, it was just. Uh, I mean, the, the, we even planned, you know, the uh, our Christmas party, everything uh, uh, around. Uh, TFC making the final, you know, so so our company Christmas party couldn't be December 9th because I knew that would be the day of the final, uh, you know, so 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 I, I had the day off. I said everything, you know, months ahead of time. How was the company Christmas party? Have you had it now? We had it on the second. Do, did it did it get ugly? Was there any of those you know company Christmas party incidents? You know, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the- Laura from HR got a little bit. <laughs> It's uh, it was it was quite a scene actually. Right. Um. And, uh, but yeah. So so for for us the for me the game is is just so important. I mean, uh, like like I'd mentioned, my wife my, uh, and our my kids, uh, you know, we're all big supporters, so we're all always there together, and um, you know, we just plan plan our our holiday season around uh, the TFC schedule. Well, I'll say this: uh, I didn't get a chance to see you there. Thanks for dropping by. By the way, I was only at the set for nine hours straight, uh, waiting, <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> I didn't know where the set was. Uh, to tell you the truth. That big Big white away. tent with the television lights. There's the a corner. lot of tents. Yeah, they're there. right. You're right. They had that. They had the Spanish-speaking crew outside. Right. I saw them. Right. Uh, and then there was another one right, right by gate one. There was a, there was some other TV people there yes, as well. ESPN or Fox or somebody was yeah. there. Um, anyway, the the two people I thought of um, in the moment of victory were you and Puffy because I, I know there's a lot of. TFC diehards, but you're the two that I know, and I was happiest for both of you guys. I got to say because you've been there from day one. And um, any tears of joy, Slavic? Uh, well, I'm not ashamed to say that. Yes, definitely. I mean, for me, it was a very, very emotional moment. I mean, that second goal when when we knew 
uh, that that it's over that, that we had won. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, it was it was uh, it was an incredible moment, and for me, it was particularly special because I had a very very difficult week. I mean, one of the worst weeks that you can imagine. What happened? Uh, uh, just work wise was oh. was just insane. Right now, you know, in e commerce, the couriers they're um, well they're, they're they're creating problems for us. Oh. I, 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 mm. They're incompetent. <laughs> There's a lot of delays. <laughs> right. You know, right. we get hundreds of calls. But it means that you are kicking ass, right? That's the good part of the problem. It's just you got to get couriers that can get the stuff there on time, correct? Yes. O- overall, e-commerce is just exploding. This year is like, like no year before. So, really? You know, Canada Post is working seven days a week. Wow. Anything you want to plug uh, from I Drink Coffee before we let you go? Yes, indeed. So this is uh, so this is the last week, really, before Christmas. Um, so uh, idrinkcoffee.com is going to be offering free uh, express shipping all of next week, which is the week of the eighteenth. 18th, yeah, exactly, the week of the 18th, and we guarantee delivery. Oh, we guarantee we will get it to the couriers. <laughs> time. What happens afterwards, whether things like that are beyond our control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, you, you can get a great gift for a loved one. Everyone loves coffee. You know, we've got a huge selection of coffee and, and, and of equipment, and um, we'll get it out there. We've still got plenty of stock. Awesome, buddy. Well, again, I'm, we're happy for you guys, and uh, certainly we'll have you on again to talk other stuff, or maybe also when we get to ch- now it's Champions, Champions League. League in February. Champions League talk. Champions. My buddy just said that uh, BMO Field is going to host in February. Come on. So gonna yeah, yeah, I heard that too. It's yeah. unbelievable that it's so early. Uh, the, uh, so TFC is going to travel, I think they said, to Mexico in mid-February. Yeah. And then we'll host a game the, uh, at the end of February in BMO, it's going to be amazing. You know yeah. why they're going to do it at BMO, though? Look, at even though, yeah. uh, like, the Mexicans are going to be, <laughs> they want no part of this. We should actually host it in Newfoundland. <laughs> uh, listen, buddy, we'll let you go. Thanks for doing this, and uh, best of luck with those damn couriers. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, James. See you later. Okay, Bye, that's uh, Slavic Janicki, who, of course, is, I should have told him Lester was on the phone, Stoff was on the phone. Uh, he's, he only knows Puffy and I. He's such a nice guy. Very nice. Eh? Knowledgeable fan. He's, he's a nice he's guy. He's a diehard. It's I nice mean, to, it's nice to hear he's got tears of joy. I mean, I'm assuming he's one of these guys that had tickets from right at the beginning. And did you cry, Puff? Yeah, I cried. I cried at the final whistle. Like we- weepy? <laughs> no, no. But like, <laughs> it hit me harder than I thought, especially being at like watching it on TV. Right. And then when they lifted the trophy, those two times, I definitely had tears in my eyes. I didn't. My kids are like, I, Why I can't are you think of the last time I cried for a sporting event, just because I think I've become so. I cried recently. Uh, I think I told you this. These. Um, I should shout out to Time Out with the Twins, a couple of twins in Ottawa who have a documentary company and did a documentary on my parents oh, yeah? and their love for Ottawa football and interviewed me at the Grey Cup as part of it. And I went and sat in the seats that we'd sat in for 22 years and they got me. Oh, they were just laying the, uh, they're like the, you know, the... Keith Morrison, how Keith Morrison gets people to confess, <laughs> they get you to cry. Really? Oh, yeah, because it was stuff like, you know, what does it mean to you that your parents were here to witness a Grey Cup and you were hosting it or whatever? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> damn you! <laughs> so if you want to see me crying, I think I tweeted that thing out. Um, actually, they cut out some of my tears. but uh, What? I break down a couple of times. There's I an think. old Saturday Night Live skit with Kevin Nealon, and he's an interviewer. 
and he's either interviewing somebody, I can't remember who it is, but he his whole thing is to make them cry. Make them cry right? the whole time. So eventually, he can't crack this person, so eventually he gets tear gas. <laughs> <laughs> and he opens it up, and he's got a mask on, and they're crying, and he's well, like, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's kind of the manipulative <laughs> media thing, but uh, in certain circumstances, that's what you're always going for. It's funny, but sometimes it'll happen when I'm not expecting it. I was inter- Puffy Cup. was there. I was yeah. interviewing Dave Dickinson, the coach of the Stamps, yeah. a couple of days before Grey Cup. Yeah. And I asked him a question about it. Didn't I? It wasn't to me. I didn't even think he's a really tough, yeah, well, as I, most yeah, coaches yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, a couple of years ago, you didn't want to take a coaching job because you're worried about the balance with family. Mm-hmm. Um, so two years into it, you know, how have you found that balance? Mm-hmm. And first word, the voice cracked, House. and I'm like, oh damn. I didn't even know you I did it. It almost seemed like you felt bad about. I saying, did. Like I almost. I, um, I. I. I should have probably kept pushing him. Yeah. But really, when you're not there for your daughter <laughs> and she's screaming for you, lying in bed saying, "Where's daddy?" <laughs> that should have been my follow. <laughs> but I kind of let him off the hook because Dickinson's a, a good dude. And you know, Greg Vanny, speaking of TFC, yeah. uh, started crying a little bit uh, when, when KJ interviewed. Well, he lost his mom this season. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so that's, I guess he had lost in four finals before. Yeah. Um, but I think it was more about his mom, but thank well, you. No, I think so. it's the finals. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of uh, interviews, KJ did Drew Moore before the game. Correct. That guy has taken somebody's spot in he's, our soccer coverage. Yeah. He's so good. So he's I, smooth. I didn't do a dream segment this week, but I had a couple I wanted to quickly share with you before we leave today. So um, I had a soccer dream, a TFC dream, the, really? night, the night after the championship, where there was a game being played. I was on like a pro team. And the that T- doesn't surprise the me. The TFC guys were joining us, like about five of them, for the game. So it was like a, kind of like an all-star game or something. Yep. And they, but they were all hung over because they'd already won the title. And Drew Moore was Australian. And he kept talking Australian. And I kept thinking... You know, because I'd done enough research on this game. Yeah. Like, Drew Moore is not Australian. No. Why is he talking to me in Australian accent? And Altador was just completely smashed sitting in the dressing room. Yeah. Uh, and I was trying to be cool to them. And I was really <laughs> failing. So that was, a, that was a very short dream. I had this dream last night. Um, it's, do we, should we do the dream? It, it's, not, it's not worthy of the dream's music. Yeah. Should we do it anyway? So baby, dry your eyes. Save all the tears you The only reason I mention this dream is because there's a Rod Smith cameo, but it's not Rod Smith baby, it's Rod Smith. Um, um, professional broadcast. I am at an event. I guess it's the Canadian Open, but I feel like it's in a different city. Um, and I'm rooming with Jason Day, professional golfer. As you have before, And Jason sure. Day is having problems with his wife. Uh-oh. And so we're in the house, the three of us, and there's issues. And I'm trying to like be the go-between, and then she leaves, and uh, we're like buddy-buddies hanging out. So I guess we're going to be playing in the Pro-Am together. Yep. And then I go to the golf course, and they lose my clubs. Oh, come and, on. And, yeah, like my clubs get, and I'm just lambasting every single guy in the pro shop. And Rod Smith is, <laughs> comes by, and <laughs> Roddy's got his golf shirt and his pants on. He's like, let's go hit the range, Jimmy. And I'm like, ah, they lost my clubs. And he's like, oh, see ya. And he was gone. <laughs> so it wasn't a great dream. That was it for the cameos. But it was m- one of the most vivid dreams I've had in weeks. Like, every moment in that pro shop and my anger growing at the fact they'd lost my clubs and me describing every bit of my golf bag to these clowns. How could you they get, do that? You get angry a lot in your dreams. Because yeah. I don't think I do meaner. in life. You do you think yeah. I suppress a I lot? I think you suppress maybe. it. Maybe you do. You need to be a little maybe. meaner in life. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, 
Maybe I'll start that with you guys. Perfect. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so next week, very special Christmas edition of the pod. Yep. I don't think we have any Christmas. Should we bake stuff and bring baked goods in? Do a little potluck. Uh, Rod Smith will be on the pod. <laughs> Are Should we allowed to drink next week? Wow. Well, we'll probably be doing it on a game day, like a Leaf game or something, or a, a World Junior game, preview mm-hmm. game. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, normally? Maybe we'll try and get Nurse Bonhomie in here. Nurse Bonhomie. T- <laughs> now that we have, you see, uh, uh, we let you in on something. Uh, we've always had to do our phone interviews from a different studio. Yes. And now they finally uh, hooked up the technology for Christoph. So, well, there's a right. wide open door now to bring people in. Just random people. Guest spots. Up. We can get back to guests. You know who else is going to join us? Barring any complications. Yeah. Jonathan Pitcher. Oh, excellent. Nice. Uh, who I thought our last pod before Christmas, uh, one of the greatest guys in the world, has uh, been in and out of the hospital, but is out and doing pretty well. And um, I'd love to have Jonathan on. So hopefully for a few minutes we'll have Jonathan on in our pod as well. That'd be great. And also maybe uh, Puff can talk about the new Star Wars movie, which I... Oh, I'm so excited. When's that out? I have... Friday. Are you taking the day off to go see it? No, but... What I'm should I do? Next Friday I'm working. How should I handle Monday. my we'll Star Wars? Uh, you know, I've only seen the first three. When I was like yes. 10, 12, and 14. What should I do now? Should I abandon those other three that were crappy preliminary yes, ones? Yes, do not see episodes I, one, and two, And that's and okay? Three. I yeah, can, for sure. I, I can understand what's going no, no, on. 100%. No, 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 no. You Hold know on. exactly what's going you on. You can maybe one and two, but see this Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is a good movie. I liked it. But will I understand all the crap? Of course you'll understand it. Do I need the other three to explain the stuff that's going on? The order on? you should really watch it now is Rogue One first. No, no, no. Then it Star be one, Wars. It should be one, two, three... Rogue One, no, Star no, Wars. No, those one and two are such stupid. a bunch They're of nerds. Terrible. People can sound it, like take, such take nerds. One, take one and two out. You gotta watch three. No, Rogue but, One, Star then you know Wars, Empire, then you know Jedi, Death, Darth Darth Vader Force Awakens. You don't want to know that. Although you know, I guess. Yeah, yeah, You've what? seen the first three. Huh? You've seen the first three, right? So you know. I don't Darth remember. Vader is. I know, yeah, I know Darth Vader. That's Luke's father. Okay, so then you can go see three. Go see three. But I don't know who it is. That's Anakin Skywalker. Yes. Chris, Hayden Christensen? Yes. But is he dead? Your is, he's, ta- he's Darth Vader. <laughs> so go see three, I guess. I don't Three was okay. Yeah. Then go see Rogue One. I think his Darth Star Vader Wars. sounds a lot like his Victor Newman. Who Darth Vader is Victor Newman? James, your faith, lack of faith in the fourth, I find disturbing. It's kind of no, not too a bad. little bit there. Better than mine. <laughs> do, do yours, just for kick's sake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Darth Vader. Uh, I've started. <laughs> That's, all I That's all I have. I've started. I'm I'll do my chewy. Okay. <laughs> That's terrible. I don't even know. How do you do it? <laughs> I started Rogue One like 19 times on airplanes, and like 10 minutes in, I turned it off. Really? Really? <laughs> Went back to like vacation. <laughs> That's, That's a good choice, though, isn't it? You know it? what, though? I will yeah, say this. Good. Of Rogue One, I think of all the prequels they've made, like, ever, it's the best one. Rogue One is right. very, very good. Okay, I'll start with that one and see where I can go and see if... if I'll try to watch Rogue One during this week. Okay. And then I'll give my own review. <laughs> <laughs> That to a movie no that's sense. a year old. Uh, next week, it's episode 14 of the pod. Thanks for listening to episode 13.
Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? 